Yo, yo, John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. What's up, guys? Um, I didn't have a day to prepare yesterday. Went to LA. So I'm going to do a call in show again since those have been going pretty well the last uh, few times. We've done it a couple times. I uh, hope everybody's doing good. I went to LA yesterday just for a day trip to shoot some documentary stuff. They're doing another, another but they're doing a documentary about the, the UFC and its uh, finances. Should be spicy. What's everybody up to? I'm about ready to upgrade my camera. We'll see what else I can upgrade. Because Bitcoin, Bitcoin's on a tear. All right. Tell your friends, tell your family if we're going. Get them on here. And uh, I'm going to put the, oh, there you go. I'll put the thing in the link, the link in the thing in the chat. And you guys can uh, pop in with your questions and or statements. Let's in uh Two, all right, dudes. <clears throat> Let's play a little intro. Just rocking out a minute ago. mad world out there had a pretty easy trip to LA I hadn't flown in a little while I don't think and um it still is terrible stupid mask stuff there's a lot of the draconian like you must wear your mask cover your face and nose or you will be banned from flying it's a lot of that type of yelling so weird but if you have a drink or the second you sit down at the bar or restaurant, you get to take the mask off. So I don't, I don't get it. You can sit at something that's bar height. Like this table is bar height. And if somebody were standing up, like I'm still like blown in their face, but you're, you're sitting down. So magically, shh. There's nothing in the air. It's magic. That's how it works. I believe in science. Um, yeah, I just saw this thing this evening while we're waiting here for you guys to jump on. Link is in the chat, guys. Jump on and join me here and uh, ask something. Don't just ask in the uh, chat. Either throw a super chat in the chat or use that link and get on the show and you guys can ask me. Let's 
spicy. Um, but yeah, man, I'm going to share this screen because this is something they rumored before, but this clown is saying it out loud right now. Secretary Yellen. Do you guys see this crap? Well, um, I think what's under consideration is a proposal yes, that yeah. uh, Senator Wyden and the Senate Finance Committee have been looking at that would um, impose um, a tax on unrealized capital gains. Tax on um, unrealized capital on gains. Liquid assets held by extremely wealthy individuals, billionaires. Um, I wouldn't call that a wealth tax, but um, it would help get at uh, capital gains, which um, are an extraordinarily not, large part of advice. the incomes of the wealthiest individuals. MFA, not financial and, advice. Uh, but yeah, buy Bitcoin. It's, uh, it's a smart play. <laughs> oh man, this is um, it's disturbing to say the least. Here to watch our $600 transactions and that is Terrifying. She has watching the fights. One, somebody, pop one. Call in. Get it rocking. I didn't catch much of the fights yesterday. Do you guys like them at all? I can't believe those guys. I mean, Paulo Costa, gigantic. Didn't look like he really bothered to make the way. Wake Up Bible exists. It's there. You can you can find it. Somebody sent it to him. And the Tory. But, like, what does that do for the division? Costa's going to stay at 205. The Tory's going to go back to 85. Who's next in line for Ediciana? Ediciana? style bender yeah because it wasn't that wasn't that great of a fight when they fought so are they gonna be able to push that fight again it's all about control yes it is all about control okay since you couldn't ask the links in the in the chat click the link come on the show ask a question come on guys and uh, security cats. Um, okay, so Travis, you're asking your uh, thoughts on Oliver and Dustin Poirier. Who do you think will win? Man, I don't know. Oliveira is is super tough. He's been really tough and and not uh, celebrated much for a long time. But I don't know. Um, does Poirier have the advantage in his stand-up, more power? And then Oliver has a lot of submission attacks, a lot of submission wins. I don't know. I think I think we win. I think the fans win. That's who wins, I think, on that night. Um, yeah. I don't know how how much longer can Poirier stay at that top that top tier uh, level of elite. You know, the top of the mountain has got a very very sharp peak, 
very you can only you only stay up and fit so many guys up there for so long. Um, I'm not saying he's old, but they both and they both had a lot of miles put on. Let's see. Max is asking, uh, were you holding your Thursday self-defense class? No, it's not Chick Matt. It's um, it's a uh, dark horse down dark horse. I'm running like a separate thing there, but uh, I wanted to pick a spot, Central San Jose, or in this, you know, somewhere more close to people who are in that uh, tech area. And uh, yeah, I need I need I need more students. I need lots more students. So come and uh, check it out. <laughs> you need uh, more information. DM. We'll use the link. There's a link in the uh, chat. You guys can use. Come and ask questions. All pro Lamont asking. Do you think Scott Cover is rich? I was always curious how he does money wise. Um. He's comfortable. He's definitely comfortable in San Jose, and it's not a cheap town. So I don't know if he's like a multimillionaire, or I don't know. It looks like he's doing all right. Um, but yeah, I, I've never noticed any extravagant expenses or anything. He's never had big, giant, crazy party that I've heard of, or. Um, crazy fancy car or anything? I haven't I haven't noticed anything like that. You know, He's not driving Bentleys around. Rolls? He doesn't have a Rolls. Is that how we judge wealth? Is how many how many Rolls and Rolexes you have? But that could be just because he doesn't uh, spend big. That's what I found. People with the most money are kind of cheap. Kind of cheap and petty about stuff. You know, <clears throat> we make a million a year, and um, they're really, you know, they'll drive across town to get their lighter back that they left at your house. You know, they'll drive 20 minutes to come over to get their lighter. That's, that's why they're rich. They're not wasting any of their money. Noise. Is it humming for you guys? I feel like I hear my amp humming. Yeah, come through. Come through. We need people. It'll be kind of like privates, small group and privates beginning because we have small numbers and we're working on uh, advertisement. It's also at a location where I might be able to. Um, partake in some cannabis consumption. Prolama is saying, I'll rent the Bentley for the weekend and take a year's worth of photos. <laughs> Instagram rich. Right. Just um, borrow it. Oh, we got our first caller, Travis, is in. Yo, what's up? Oh, I can't hear you. You there? 
you are not coming through. Yeah, lost them. I thought we had somebody. Make sure you guys are uh, hooked up to a good internet connection. Let's go, dudes. The link is in the chat. What else has uh, been going on here? So, yeah, I have the uh, self-defense class going on. right now uh, in San Jose, but I also have a free self-defense course, intro to practical self-defense. I have that available. Put the link for that in the, in the chat also. So get you guys started if you have no access to uh, somewhere to train. Just get a buddy and you can run through that stuff. Oh man, did it not? Uh, I cut the J off. Move ahead. There you go. Follow that link and get the free, absolutely free course. Let me show you. Share the screen with you. Boom. Intro to practical self-defense. Seven techniques, six positions. Wrist grab, cross wrist grab, elbow grab, and some bear hug positions. It's uh, a good start if you've never had any stuff. Basic wrist and hand control, elbow positioning, easy stuff. For the first three, <clears throat> the last three are bear hug situations. You don't want somebody to uh, bear hug in you. Hola, muy bien, E2. Moth, what's up, ma'am? Hope things are good. I got to go to uh, Jim Henson Studios yesterday to film that stuff for the documentary, the money documentary, the money movie. And uh, it's cool because Henson bought it and it used to be Charlie Chaplin's um, like studio, this thing, the barn where they used to work and film a lot of stuff. And he had a little playhouse in there too. They could do performances and his house was on part of it. Very interesting. I didn't see him, but I guess, uh, John Merritt was recording something in the, in the complex. I saw one of his boxes. That's about it. Oh. Yes, very true. 
wise words MMA press room. It says, uh, don't forget to hit the like button. Don't be shy calling in. Yeah, let's do it. Come on, aim off. You're available. Call in. There's a link in the chat. Link in the chat. Uh, it's not in Fremont. No, it's downtown. It's You, you could walk to uh, SAP from it. It's uh, Dark Horse. Dark Horse Chip. We're at right now. Um, so it's not too, not too far. Yeah, I know. Should do a, a John Mayer and John Fitch collab. They could play, uh, what is that? Gravity. Play Gravity on Miko Eli. He can sing. I don't know, though. I'm a pretty good singer. <laughs> Duet. I don't want to, I want to uh, embarrass him with my pipes. They're wonderful singing pipes. I want to talk about this thing too. If you guys aren't going to ask questions, let's talk about this. Um, this is wild. Yeah, see this? The the guy walking into the, uh, the store getting ready to rob it. It's terrifying. I mean, I don't know what else this guy could have done. Just walk out the door. Put your head down and walk out the door, but I don't know if that's a guaranteed safe thing to do either. He kind of just went at it because this wasn't this wasn't necessarily great work because he didn't he didn't take the gun away. Yeah, brandishes the gun. The guy had no no trigger control. Doesn't know what he's doing with the gun. I heard somewhere this guy was a marine or something, so he's probably been trained. In some way and you can tell right away when somebody has no idea what they're doing with a gun that guy doesn't know what he's doing with the gun walking in like that puts his hand on the gun but pushes it away but he doesn't get it like his out of his hand right here right like that guy's got the gun here he just doesn't have it in his hand Continuing to pull it away. And right here, you can see it still in his hand. I mean, he could have turned in to shoot the guy. He could have recovered the gun in that situation. Got a couple shots off, right? Especially right in here. You can still see the gun. He acted fast, though, and I don't blame him, but like, worked out all right, luckily. I guess what I'm trying to say is, even though it's turned out okay for him, <laughs> this could have gone really bad, really fast. Also, there's no, there's no guarantee that every time he attempts this, he doesn't get shot. Cause yeah, if he still had the gun too, and they went scrambling off to the side, who knows what's going on, man? He's gonna shoot to there. Like I didn't have any intention to shoot anybody. That's why that worked out all right. <sighs> mm. 
it's up to it's your one ne one nemesis fm uh, is asking me what are your thoughts on gsp's hall of fame introduction i mean i think he's probably the pound for pound best most people would agree he's pound for pound best especially because the people that he fought and beat um yeah i would put him at number one so of course he'd be introduced 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 to the hall of fame uh, and you said my uh, the fight between you guys was my first pay-per-view i've been a fan of you both since glad you're healthy in life and you're retired bro thanks dude i'm mostly healthy i went and rolled today we had a uh, open mat we do an open mat on sundays i go every other one because i have kids some of the times we do an open mat with uh kenneth elite Elvin Graham, we have some uh, very fun stuff going on with the training and working out. It's very lucky, very lucky. Oh man, Alex Baldwin. <laughs> what is going on with that? You guys see that stuff? Oh man, that's terrible. But yeah, there's some level of blame on the person shooting the gun. How does he shoot people who aren't acting? Why is he pointing a gun at people who aren't acting? Somebody put a live round in the gun. That's why I always check, man. You always, you always got to look. You got to assume that every gun is loaded. Every time. You got to look. Always look. He was a former Marine. Yeah, any, anybody who's seen people use a gun... And, you know, the guy was so fixated on scaring the uh, the guy behind the register. He didn't even notice the, the big Marine <laughs> standing in his way. But, yeah, man, I mean, he could have just easily in that situation, maybe put his head down and walked out the door. But I almost, I'm almost worried about that. Are you turning your back to somebody? Yeah, maybe he's probably going to let you go. But what are the odds? What are the odds? Are they better odds to go down swinging, <laughs> reach out for the gun and go down swinging, or is it better just put your head down and go outside? Both risky. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Press room is saying that the gunman looks like he's 100 pounds soaking wet, not very smart to wave a gun that close to somebody you're in the process of robbing. You see why, yes, 100%. Yeah, the kid, that's what I thought. He looked like he was 13. He looked like a 13-year-old kid. And it probably wasn't even a real gun. It's probably like a lighter or something. You know, him and his friend. Because his friend does have... His friend didn't have a gun. What did his friend have? Does his friend have anything? His friend had a bag. That's what it looked like. He, had, he just had the bag. Yes. Friend was carrying the bags. Friend was the bag man. Gunman and the bag man. The, bag, the gunman got hit. The bag man took off running. He couldn't get out of that store fast enough. Yeah, very dangerous. I think extremely dangerous. But at the same time, I don't know, man. You got a second, you got a second to think and make a decision. 
could have just what froze, sat on the ground, cried. Hopefully, he didn't get shot. Uh, put his hands up, put his head down, and run outside quick. You know, who's to say the gunman doesn't turn and shoot him in the back on the way out, just because he thought he's I don't know going to run to get his gun. I don't know, man. I would have done a better job of getting hands on that gun, though. <laughs> I think that would have been a better priority. Because you also don't know who his friends coming through that door were. He had no, no idea. He could have had two or three more guys coming through. They could have had guns, knives, anything. Anything other than a bag. <laughs> Maybe he would have known how to use the bag even. Yeah, he's got this bad story. That's true. He's got a good story about smacking the shit out of a 12-year-old trying to rob a place with a cigarette lighter gun. But no, it, it's, yeah. I think it's very uh, cool what he did. He moved and acted quickly, took care of the situation, but at the same time, it's extremely dangerous. It's extremely dangerous. That could have went sideways so many different ways. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. There, Max. He's uh, asking how. Also, how did the? Uh, how do you really know the other two guys weren't carrying guns? You have no idea what's going on. Yep, you got it. I'm off. One hand on his nuts. One on the gun. Thinks that uh, you guys. How you can really tell somebody who has not had any weapons training. When they when they brandish the gun, they stick the gun way out a lot in front of them. It's not. Somebody who's had a little bit of training knows that you keep it close until, you know, the target's far away, you acquire target. Shoot from body. But you're not going to be doing this. That's movie shit. That's movie shit. Come on, guys. Nobody's got anything. Huh? Huh? Nothing? Well, okay, guys. I've got more than just... My good old... Uh, Self-defense, my free self-defense course. I got lots of stuff on Gumroad. I have turned everything into a... Uh, no longer have any free courses except for this one. Okay, self-defense is my only free course right now. 5.0 ratings. And um, all the other ones I had that were for free, they are at costs now. So the free stuff, free rides don't last forever, gentlemen. I would uh, get on getting over there and downloading the free stuff now before 
it's gone. Um, all right. I also have the newsletter, guys. If you have not signed up for the newsletter yet, you're missing out. invite in the chat again. Let's go, dudes. I need a guest. I need some questions. Let's bring the heat. What else I got here? Patreon Society, guys. Or my Patreon, I'm sorry. Smash Society. <laughs> You guys need to check this out, especially if you're in the Bay Area. You need to join up, get some Red Pill guys, meeting up, doing stuff. We have not met this month because I left yesterday and I was thinking about doing it yesterday. But we could meet up Thursday. I think there's an event on Thursday in Moscato so you guys can join me at uh, some opening night someplace somebody told me to go so i'm gonna go and see what's up all right we got somebody lucas in the house yo lucas what's up oh i hope that uh you're just getting cold feet and it's not some technical issue what's up where are my questions guys come on let's do it we had Lucas, but he lost his nerve last second. Hopefully, you guys can figure out a way to have guts like the drug store or the convenience store hero. <clears throat> mm. Did you guys catch all of the fights? Paulo Costa, Vittori, um, Jessica Rose Clark. I don't know, Jocelyn Edwards. There's so many fights. Alex uh, Caceres, know that name. He had a pretty good showing. Trinaldo fought Dwight Grant. Dwight Grant has trained with us a number of times. Nigga Mariano. Did you guys catch Fedor fight again? Fedor with a big KO. Saeed Soma beat uh, Vitali. What was it? Or did you just get hurt? Did you beat somebody in the injury? Oh, it's a KO injury. I don't know. 
And Usman fought at a catch weight. This was in Russia, wasn't it? It needed a catch weight. Yeah. Lots of doves. Doves, loves on this card. Interesting. It's always it's, it's wild to see Fedor still fighting. He looked he looked really good last night. At least in that one exchange. Did he look worse other parts of the exchange? They actually have the fights available still on YouTube, I think. I think um, Bellator makes them available. So if you guys haven't watched them yet, you can um, catch those. Ooh, conspiracy. We got a conspiracy here. MMA Press Room is saying, to be honest with Fitch, between you and me, everybody I'm reading this too. Uh, everybody else watching, something about that Fedor fight didn't sit well with me. Yeah, you mean uh, a big fight with the kind of a non-contender in the Russia, and it went surprisingly well for him? There's a lot of things that don't sit well in this whole sport, and that's one of the things I, you know, we were talking about yesterday for for this documentary is how corrupt this stuff is you know the depths of corruption especially some of the managers and between the promoters themselves and what they're doing is unbelievable if people only kind of had any idea what these guys were up to it's it's wild it's really wild you think our government is corrupt you know, the press corps is basically like a state-run press corps. Like, they're allowed to say certain things, and they're not allowed to say other things. There's a lot of control going on behind the scenes with the top promoters. Promoters aren't competing with each other. They're all on the same team, basically. And it's a, it's a, it's a really ugly world of pimps and hoes, and the fighters are the hoes. And that's... One of the reasons I haven't really spent a lot of time continuing efforts to work in the, in the industry because it's like I have to become a pimp. I have to continue to, to hold myself out. I have to hold myself out where I got to jump on the other side of the, of the stand and become a pimp. And uh, I don't know if I want to be a pimp. At least not this way. Andrew, Andrew, why aren't you guys calling in? Call in. I got the link is in chat. Linky Lou. Get it done. You guys can come on here and ask direct, deliberate questions. Do it. Andrew, Andrew is saying that uh, he agrees with MMA Press Room. Johnson seemed timid during the fight. Maybe the KGB <laughs> poisoned him. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was Putin. Maybe Putin was threatening to feed his family to a grizzly bear, a polar bear, Russian bear. What kind of bears they have in Russia? 
Lucas. Why didn't you call in Lucas? What was the problem? He's scared. Fedor has never joined the UFC. Dana White doesn't treat fighters like humans. And treats them like slaves. <laughs> it's funny, man. It's like they, they're so jealous of fighters and want to be jealous and want to be fighters so bad, but they can't. And like the contempt comes out in their emails. Oh, you're saying that's what Fedor said. Yeah, Fedor said he never joined the UFC. He doesn't treat like humans. Yes. Um, the the promoters for Pride didn't exactly treat fighters well either, though. Okay, that's that's what a lot of people miss is that. Oh, this um, this promoter's bad, or this one's bad, or this guy is bad. It's not that those people are bad. It's that the underlying system is built on corruption. When you have so much conflicts of interest with the same person controlling the title, controls rankings, controls exclusive contracts, that's a major problem in any sport. If one person, the person who made the most money off of it, got to make all the decisions, you're not going to see a lot of, you know, free movement within that market. Andrew, Andrew, unpopular opinion. Crow Cop was a cheater and doesn't deserve much praise. I don't think there were too many guys at all that fought in Pride that weren't. They were like handing the stuff out in the back, asking guys to go on stuff. There's, there's, yeah, it's on another level, I think, than anybody could have imagined. I never would have thought it was what it was. And like people had legal therapeutic exemptions from the commission for a little while to use testosterone and stuff. It's like, how, how, how did you get to that point? I was like, screw it. <laughs> if all these other guys are doing it, I'm getting on board. Are you phone in? There is a link in the chat. It says restream. It's the uh, studio restream IO guest. Follow that link. Follow that link, and you will be able to join in. Is it coming through? Yeah, studio restream. Phone it in. Phone it in. Owns Dana White. I don't know, man. I want to know who Dana owns. I don't know who he like has his has under his fingernail or whatever the hell. He's he's got something. He doesn't seem all that talented. He didn't have the money. Are they using him as a fall guy or something? I don't know, man. Pride opening ceremony was legendary. It was Excellence. Um, yeah, man. The good old days of fights. Everything feels a little kind of stale, man. I don't, I don't know. My relationship with Coker was good. It's good. I like Scott. He's, he's cool. Uh, he knew um, Javier for a long time. Javier fought for him. 
<laughs> Lucas is saying uh, Yakuza treats fighters better than Casino Mobster for Tito's. Uh, yeah, I think that could be actually true with a little more respect. Treat them with more respect, but still treat them like an animal. Fighting animal. Horses. Frank had a story about how they took him to meet some Yakuza people and they're like just grabbing his shoulders and like they're talking about him uh, like he was a horse, kind of. I've seen stuff. Matt Debbie, what's up? John, the bow and arrows master fish. Not exactly a master, I would not say. I am uh, starting to get a little better. I can hit all my arrows in the hay bale now. It's pretty good. And I'm getting most of the arrows in the paper target. But I did actually start uh, aiming for like one small target. I get it dialed in enough. And um, it's not great, but I get a few in that, in, that, in that center mass, that same area. You know, it's one thing to like just shoot to hit the target, hit the pole hay bale, but like trying to like pinpoint one little spot. Uh, I got to keep working though. This is a understatement. Like Dana's like this guy ever. Like, yeah, man. Like, how did he get to where he got to? Like, it's so I don't know. And it's a slime ball. He manipulated his way into the right spots. He must have. He must have bailed them out of something, or kept them from getting beat up, or kept the pimp from <laughs> coming after him. I don't know, man. Like he was a boxer size instru instructor, you know. He might be the, he might be a slimy manager today still because he was managing Chuck and Tito at one point. Oh, this is an understatement. <laughs> this is an understatement. He's got ties with like NSA and FBI and <laughs> CIA and people, and he's got some he's got some wild connections. Yeah, the pride, pride, pride years were pretty great because it was a it was a big event. I remember just yeah, I remember MMA and the jujitsu and everything was just a bigger deal back then. It's a lot of fun. I need to get back to a spot where I can grapple regularly more than every other weekend. Doing the open mats and that's fun. Hopefully, my neck stays good. I had a good roll today. Yep, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. $5 gas. My meat is getting more expensive. It's wild. It's wild, man. Uh, Luke is calling, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the invite up again, you guys. This one right here, dudes. Boom. Click it. Click it and ask the questions. It's, I'm getting old. I don't have to keep reading the screen. I'm going to go blind. You get soft, soft lenses. I think it's old man disease. Says Dana White calls the fighters kids because they pay them like subway teenagers. Yeah. 
it's all a power like thing to show that he's bigger and better than all these dumb fighters. Mm. Matt W says that hay bale is similar to or similar or smaller in size to a Walmart zombie. So you're skilled already for the apocalypse. Yes. Well, that's what I need. I need to be able to hit like I need to hit the target. I need to hit the zombie target. And if I got to shoot like squirrels, because there's a lot of squirrels in the neighborhood, I probably wouldn't last me a week. If I, I could probably eat every squirrel in the neighborhood in a week, I bet. I'm sure. They're not that big. I'd have to catch them and then put them in a cage and feed them. Well, I'm going to feed them. I need to eat that food. Or maybe there's a bunch of nuts that I can't eat. I can feed them. There we go. Get them to eat the nuts. Get them fat. Get some fat squirrels. Maybe I'll just make them eat the lard that I uh, cook with, the leftover fat and grease. Make them eat that so they get all fat squirrels. Eat them up. Oh, this is a good one. All pro. All pro. Excellent question. It says, do you think most managers are pretty worthless, especially after Reebok and Venom? Yes. They became useless after the acquisition of Strike Force because there was just nowhere else for anybody to go. That was it. That was the only show. It's the UFC. They won. At that moment, if you were adversarial manager, you were getting pushed out. You're getting pushed out. Things are getting made hard on you. Things are getting made hard on your athletes because they wanted you gone. And then you get the super agents who have hundreds of guys, just more and more guys getting uh, put on the one thing. You have managers who represent both fighters going out and fighting each other. It's wild, man. Uh, BB gun is true. I have an airsoft. I got to get my airsoft working better, though. It's like goes, it's like an old man getting off. Not me, though. Ever tried DHEA? I think so. I've, I've, uh, I've used like the ghee, too. I think it's that the same stuff. The ghee, the buttery butter. I use that ghee. I'll cook. My meat in the in that ghee make it extra fat. Ah, your mic doesn't work. Boo! <laughs> oh man! So I just put a health food barrier around my house. <laughs> you mean so? The fatties will stay away. Sean S. Call in, dude. Says, uh, where are there a, even negotiations on pay with the non-main event fighters? Or does the UFC just offer a contract with the set wage and all move on if it's not accepted? Yeah, it's... Um, it's take it or leave it, and most people don't have the managers to be able to argue for more money. It's pretty set in stone. No, we pay this to everybody. This is how we do it. 
you might be able to argue a place here and there for a few extra bucks or some tickets or something like that, but not really. It's pretty much take it or leave it. And uh, if you don't accept the first one, they're like, they're going to make things hard for you. All right, we got somebody. Yo, Adam Williams, are you there? Oh, no. Hey, what's up? You're breaking up. I'm sorry. I can barely make out what you're saying. You need to find a better. Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, you're cutting in and out a little bit, though. Yeah, I think you're going to have to call back. Try calling back. Try trying to call back. Yeah, he uh, was not somebody I could hear. Could you make it out? I could make it out. Not hear what he's saying. Says something about a rematch. Yeah, I don't know why they decided to pay him so much so early. Unless it was because they knew they were going to throw him in big fights and he was going to get beat up soon and they're going to get rid of him. Sometimes, you know, a blessing is a curse in disguise. They pay you a lot of money, but that's to motivate you to take bad fights and take them short notice. And then as soon as they don't feel use for you, they get rid of you fast. Yes, managers, Lucas is correct here. Managers work for the UFC, not for the fighters. They're there's no fiduciary responsibility, which I think is illegal, for their fighter, their their fighter individually. Because if they fight and make a big stink for one fighter, then the other fighters, you know, are going to get looked dirty, looked that dirty. And if a, a manager screws his fighter over or does something that favors the promotion, well, the promotion will reward him by booking more of his fighters, and then he's more appealing to other fighters. Now we'll look to go and join him and have him represent them because he has these connections into the, uh, the show. Oh, live with Nate Corey, that could be good. We can argue about politics. Matt W, call in and ask out. Let's do it. Says, um, I got a question. What do you tell a girl you're seeing when asked in the morning before she leaves what's in your agenda for today? Or when she asks you later, what did you do today? Busy as usual. Got a lot of work done. Um, been working on a project. Keep it vague. 
And uh, hopefully you are working on some things though. You should be working on some things, but you don't have to go into detail. Generally women don't care about the detail too much. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm gonna lay around and smoke weed all day, watching porn. That's kind of lame. You shouldn't be doing that anyways, but definitely don't tell her that's what you're doing. But no, I would, uh, yeah, work always. You're always hustling. You're always spending time doing something. You should be the one pushing her out the door in the morning anyways. You know, I got, I got meeting. I got this. I got stuff I got to do so that you can get on with your day. Do not listen to MMA. You don't lie, but it's not, it's not, uh, what do you call it? When you reveal everything, it's not full, full disclosure. That's it. It's never full disclosure. Women don't want full disclosure. It's boring to them. They want to guess. They have powerful imaginations. Let them use their imaginations. You could, uh, you could, you could take it the cocky funny route and do that. Oh, you know, I've got a, I've got a, I got a couple bodies to get rid of. You know, yeah, you could keep it light and funny. But, well, that works. Oh, that's good. I'm going to the moon. Moff says I'm going to the moon. <clears throat> you got your crypto online? Yep. Say, I'm, uh, I'm headed to the moon, babe. What are you doing? Turn it back on her. All right, here we go again. See if Adam is going to. Um, let's see. Ask your question. See if we can hear you. No, it's not better. Yeah, we can't hear you. Oh, boo. All right, you're going to have to ask a question in the chat because your audio is poo. Uh, Somebody else with good audio. Call Ambrose. Yeah, keep it vague usually. Yeah, okay. So you're you're busy already. <clears throat> yeah, so it's like working. I got projects. I got this. I got that. Yeah. Working hard. Don't don't complain. Don't act like it's a big deal because they don't care. All right? They're, they're gonna wait out at the finish line. Wait to tell them about the, the wins. Tell her about the wins. Don't tell her about the work. Tell her about the wins. Mysterious and unpredictable. Yeah, so I go, boo, like yell. Sometimes uh, get up before she does and hide under the bed. When she gets up, you can grab her ankle and scream. Unpredictable. <laughs> yes, a woman's imagination is your most powerful tool. 100 Moff said it. That's right. All right. Lucas is back. Uh, Lorenzo Fertito's cousin, Tillman Fertita, is the owner of Houston Rockets. Do you think he treats James Harden, Westbrook, John Wall like Lorenzo teaches the fighters? No. They have a real, like, disdain for fighters, boxers. MMA guys, we're dumb low lifes, and uh, 
I don't know, man. I mean, they don't treat them like that. They might think of them the same way, but they don't treat them that way because they have more power. The girls in Thailand, like when I was there, it was uh, it was Phuket. First off, has a lot of foreigners. Like we're the white, we're the foreigners. White people, are the foreigners. So there's Australian girls, there's Russian girls. There's plenty of uh, non-Thai women around. But there, like the Thai women, there's a range, and some of them people come from the East Indies and stuff, too. Burma, um, some from Vietnam were there. But there was a range of like super skinny to like thicker girls, but not very many fat fat girls. The last week we were there, it was the um, it was like an international sand volleyball tournament, girls sand volleyball, women's women's sand volleyball tournament. And that was awesome because they're all like six foot to six four tall. <laughs> they were all smoking hot. It was uh, it was fun change from the usual girls that were around. What's up, Anthony? Thank you very much. Yep. And really, that's all. You don't even need to like comment. Matt's saying, yeah, I never complained. Each visit, I let her vent about her job, 15 minutes. We relax and have fun, yeah. Decompression time, just let her get it off her chest. Don't even get involved. Just hear her out. Repeat some of what she says back to her. And uh, let it sit. Don't try to fix anything. You see, like, there's a comic with a guy sitting in the couch with this girl, and she's got a giant nail on her head. She keeps talking about all the things she's feeling, and he's like, maybe you should take the nail out of your head. And then she screams at him for trying to fix the problem. I want to go back to AKA Thailand and train there also, Hybrid Ninja. I'd like to go and do teach privates and just hang out there for a little while. Um, I should reach out to him and see if it's even possible, but I don't know what it's like with the quarantine and all that stuff. I don't know if I got to... You got to quarantine for two weeks before you get to go and do anything. I can't, I can't afford to that. And I can't, yeah, I can't quarantine for a month, you know, to, to have a trip there for like a few days. It's not, it's not going to work, but I would love to go back to Thailand, have some fun, do some teaching, make a little money, eat some coconuts. All right. We got somebody, Ricardo. Let's see. Ricardo. You there? Hey, John. Can you hear me? Hey, yes. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, man? I hope my mic is working fine. Yeah, it works good. Cool, man. What hey, can I have um, you? <clears throat> oh, not much. I uh, just wanted to say that you're doing a really good job with this uh, whole podcasting. I know I've seen it grow uh, these past couple months, couple years. Um, uh, yeah, I, th I think you're, you're doing a really good job. Um, Thanks, you know, I'm um, I'm starting jujitsu again this uh, this Thursday. So it's Excellent. been about it's been about a year and a half since I stopped because of the pandemic. Mm. Where are you at? And, uh, there's a place called uh, Midwest Training Center. It's in Illinois. Okay, you're in Illinois. Illinois. Illinois, yeah. So we got uh, Clay Guida uh, stops awesome. by the gym. Um, Wait, Clay's see. awesome. 
Yeah, Clay's a really, really nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, we got some um, good, uh, good fighters training there for sure. Yeah, um, I need to. I I need to get myself into a. I'd like to find a regular jujitsu because I I get my days with the kids like screws things up. I don't really have a chance to to work out those days. So I only have like a couple of days a week I could go. Maybe even more one. But yeah, I need to get back into it. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, there's so many benefits to doing jujitsu and, uh, you know, just MMA in general. It's it's really good for you. Uh, it's good for the body, I'd say. Um, and it's good for the mind, too. You know, you de-stress, which is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, so we do a uh, open mat here in San Jose. I work with this guy who has a, uh, a company he's trying to do called Can Can Athlete, and he's trying to spin. He's trying to he's trying to get rid of the negative uh, connotations with smoking weed um, and like exercise, because a lot of people party and smoke weed out in California now. But like I use it to when I work out. Like I'll smoke when I lift weights or before jujitsu or something. So he's figuring the way out to uh, let people smoke at the gym. Got it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a whole different world in California. Yeah, totally. You guys do it differently, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm i pretty sure uh, weed is legal here too, but it's still – Yeah, you have uh, medical. It's still kind of – yeah, it's, it's still frowned upon, I would say, unless you're in the city and it's yeah. a little different. That's why we want to uh, kind of change the stereotype because I – I have no problem yeah. taking a bong rip and then grappling with somebody for a half hour. Hey, I'm with you, man. I don't, I don't see any harm with, uh, yeah. you know, people doing their thing with, with weed. Um, I actually, I think, you know, alcohol might be, you know, actually I'm pretty sure alcohol is worse than, than weed. You yeah. know, we see that. I, I like right? my whiskey though. I like my whiskey. Oh yeah. Of course. Once in a while, it's not bad. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Cool, man. But uh, yeah, uh, John, let me ask you, um, you know, now that you're retired, um, you know, what, what are your plans? I'm sure you get this question a lot, but, um, you know, are you thinking of a, a comeback or, you know, do you have your own gym? Where do you see yourself in a couple of years? I am building my Fitch Smash uh, business. So I have basically created my own martial art. So I want to create it into a um, um, accredited type system so I can rank people in my system uh, using my knowledge in jujitsu, wrestling, um, MMA, all of those things to build a base self-defense system for people. You can use it for fighting and uh, it's, it's, uh, can be molded to uh, combatives, police, military type stuff. But I want to create a fast track for people to be competent in a fight. I think jujitsu has gotten really sport focused, mm -hmm. you know, rather than self-defense focus. And there's a lot of um, inexperienced people or people who just have BS programs that are teaching self-defense stuff. And I wanted to have just simple, um, 
simple ways to handle things for people. So hopefully that's that's my big focus is growing that and, and getting it out there using, you know, like the free self-defense course I have on Gumroad is, is one of the things to kind of um, collect some emails so I can stay in touch with people who are interested in, in that type of stuff. But that's, that's what I want to push to. I would like to have people who come to me, you know, every couple of few years to get their certification to be certified instructor and fit smash. And then they can take that to their gyms and they can teach it and, and make money from my system. No, for sure. That sounds, that sounds really cool. Um, you know, um, what are your plans for, uh, so with this like Fitch, uh, smash system, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, it'll attract people who are already into the sport, but how do you get the attention of people who might not really be really big MMA fans mm -hmm. are probably not very familiar with the sport, but they still well, want to focus on, on self-defense because everybody needs some level of self-defense. Even, even guys who are blue and purple belts, and jujitsu still can learn, you know, the ideas behind what you should be focusing on to keep yourself safe and, and not getting beat up. Yeah, I think Got it. Um, just that type of messaging, because, you know, to be honest, like what I've discovered over the years is nobody really takes MMA classes or does MMA seminars because the fans who are interested in, in watching fights, they just want to watch the fights. Mm -hmm. And uh, the guys who want to learn MMA are generally the fighters. And the fighters are usually broke. <laughs> so unless you have a gym with a lot of guys coming through your gym, it's, you're, you're going to have a hard time making money off of, off of the MMA fighters. So the other option is to teach jiu-jitsu. And there's a lot of opportunities to make money in, in teaching jiu-jitsu. But... They also like are clicky. So guys who are in certain circles will kind of only use guys from those circles to do seminars at their gym. So it can limit, it limits uh, the amount of seminars you can do and places you can go. Plus I don't really keep up with IBJJF stuff either. Like I've never registered with them and I should have more stripes on my black belt than I do, but like I haven't, you have to like pay a fee to them and register and stuff. I'm just over it. Yeah, no, I mean, as long as the check clears, that's when you get your belt, right? So. Yeah, so I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> and yeah, so um, yeah, you know, so uh, I think um, teaching this way and, and uh, having my own accredited system would be something I have a lot more fun doing and, and being able to travel still because i'm doing seminars that would be great got it yeah that makes sense you know there um there are a lot of people wanting to learn self-defense but mm -hmm. they they want to go to these classes where they uh like these mcdojos you know yes where they yeah. you have these like bullshit they do uh, katas and they do knife disarms and gun yeah, disarms exactly and... oh man we we yeah. um so this was at another gym I used to go to. Uh, it was uh, MMA Masters. Uh, we had a guy. I mean, they have legit coaches, right? But they did have this one guy uh, who used to teach, like, uh, knife self-defense or something like that. Yeah. And it was, like, 
it was it was the biggest bullshit ever. And sorry, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to or if it's I'm allowed right. to swear on podcast. It's in context. Um, but yeah, it was it was complete BS, you know. And he's like, "Oh, if uh, an attacker comes at you, at, you know, at this angle, just grab their wrist." And you know, it was it was um, it was just BS. And everybody was just eating it up, you know, because they yep. didn't know any better, unfortunately. Uh, you had a lot of uh, middle-aged guys, middle-aged people, you know, soccer moms. Yeah, they, they want to believe. Exactly. That stuff does not work. Only in the movies, I guess, you know? Yeah. Um, no, there's a, there's a, I don't know if you follow them, uh, Make Dojo Life on Instagram. They have, oh, who's he? They have uh, amazing stuff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share screen here. right here this stuff like these guys with the knives <laughs> you know they're just like guiding with their energy <laughs> bs yeah and like these guys have 30 people show up to their seminars these big fat russian dudes yeah man that's this, so this cool guy shit. this guy's ridiculous <laughs> all right he uh does he gun gun stuff? Wrestles guns away from people? Oh, that's not one. But um, it's ridiculous. Oh, oh Steven Seagal. These these guys are great. Oh, what do you know? The shoulder roll. Yeah, you can't totally can't pull the trigger. <laughs> totally will work. Oh, you can't get him. You can't shoot him. You turn sideways. Oh, I gotcha. But yeah, there's all yeah, there's there's loads of these types out there. Dude, and, Steven Steven Seagal is the yeah. king of, at that. Yeah, I so like that's I've got these guys out of my garage now, and I have some people I work on some stuff with, and I have one cop that I work with, and I would push like put people in bad situations and make them fight out of it, and just knowing how to how to behave in certain scenarios, how do you you know how do you escape mount? How do you escape uh, from your back, how do you get back up to your feet? These type of things um, people but, don't ever really think about. But so, so then, John, um, how do you feel about people who get discouraged then when they realize how difficult it is to, to really learn how to fight? You know, hopefully, it will motivate them because most people think they. Most people think they understand something about fighting because it's one of those scenarios where you know so little about it, you don't know how much you don't know. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people have the feeling that they know some stuff. But like when you put them in a few situations and they feel like how much they don't know, it's usually pretty motivating to a lot of people because nobody wants to feel like they're going to get beat up or dominated. You know, it may turn off some people, but some people are always going to turn away from a challenge and you just have to hopefully hope that they uh, turn around sometime and, and start taking on challenges. But yeah, you can't force somebody to it. Oh, for sure. All right. Uh, well, thanks a lot, John. And, um, you know, I wanted to say thanks again for your recommendation. This was uh, this was actually month. No, I, this was years ago. You had recommended a um, uh, some protein on Amazon, and yep. I've been getting it ever since. 
Yep, I still uh, use it too. Yeah, man, that stuff is great. It's, it's uh, yeah, no sugar, no artificial flavors or colors. It's just, it's raw. yeah, it's just the powder. It doesn't taste like anything. I usually mix it with water. Mm. Um, although, yeah, it, it tastes well. It doesn't taste like anything, but yeah, you could mix it with milk too. Yeah, I've, I've been I've been mixing with milk and and uh, egg whites. Egg I've whites. Trying to, I've been trying to put on weight. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I used to mix it with uh, with maca. He had recommended yep. maca too. I use the maca also. Yeah, I have my my meal my meal plan and shakes and stuff. I think on the website. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, man. thanks a lot, John. I wish you the best, man. And um, yeah, keep up the good work. Thanks Bye. Thanks for calling in. Take care. Take it easy. Car, that's awesome, guys. All right. Yes. Hybrid Ninja says that uh, I say jujitsu is yoga with pressure. Yes. Jujitsu with no pressure is yoga. That also works. <clears throat> Matt says, uh, I, do, I don't do weed anymore, but it's just another tool. No different than coffee. Let people do it. Yeah, that's what I, I say is like coffee also. Like, because I've taken breaks and take breaks from coffee, taking breaks from weed. And yeah, it doesn't affect my productivity or me getting shit done. Alcohol does. Alcohol does. Alcohol will fuck up your productivity. Because even if you have a little bit the night before, like you can feel bad the next day. Yes, 100%. Lots of benefits. And I think it's just fun to roll, man. It's just fun to roll when you're stoned. Why can't I take a bong hit and roll with some people? Why not? Not great. Saying I smoke a little bit every day, like Graham, and only drink light beer on the weekends. I might switch to wine. Beer is bad for your testosterone, man. It's good to work out every day. I've been lifting a lot and i'd like to get into grappling more and more it's my neck my upper thoracic has to stay healthy has to stay healthy press room yes he says all seriousness i'd be interested in getting certified in fit smash system i'm still waiting for the that nc class yeah north carolina that's what i need but yeah man that's long term it's the idea I just got to build and get to it. Matt W5 page. It's hilarious, dude. The McDojo. It's so funny. Rex Quando. You got it. Cheeto Gene the Bell made him shit his pants. That's right. Boodle Breton. See, I don't know anything about Reddit, man. You guys, if you guys got links, any of you guys have links to fights, send them to, uh, Yo at johnfish.net. Send them there. And I will be able to, me and Rolo were talking about this, doing a, uh, a show where we just look at these fights and break them down. That would be fun. So, yeah, if you guys are up for it, man, anytime you see a good one, put it in the email. Yeah, that's thing too. Yeah, so y'all is kind of a goof, but he knows enough and he's big. He's a big dude. He would still jack up a lot of dudes. He'd grab your fingers and twist them just right. 
link in the protein link for the protein power is in uh my um one of my newsletters not newsletters uh blogs i'm pretty sure let me see if i can see the blog meal prep nope uh let's see if i put it down here yep there's the way Got it a couple times in some of my blogs. I'll just put it in the chat right now. It's the way that we use it's excellent stuff. Yeah, Paula Costa Streaker Juice. I don't know, man. You can watch uh, more plates, more dates. He probably has a good breakdown of what he probably thinks it is. Um, I still think just P1, I think. I've, I don't even know if I watched the whole fight. But, yeah, I just put the link down there for you. The keto is not, it's not wrong. There's things about it, but I don't think you can just, just uh, rely on a keto. There's some uh, pressure point, not pressure point, but, like, things that hurt. Pain response, I think, is a better way of saying pressure points. It's not like, hey, I got stuck as you touch my thing. No, it like hurts. There's certain things that are pain pain points. <laughs> yeah, he won a uh, UFC fight through uh, Anderson Silva. Yep, that's what happened. All right, guys. I will... Uh, Check y'all later, man. I think it's time to get going. We went a little long. It's raining outside. I was trying to stall. Maybe the rain would stop before I went in. But all right, guys. <clears throat> Hope you guys have a uh, an excellent week. I'll check y'all later. Oh, it's stop. All right, guys. Reach out if you need private lessons, um, slide in through the uh, DMs. I'm there. I answer. If you guys need consultations, I'm also available. Link up through the DMs there. And um, if you need seminars, reach out. I teach, I teach, I teach. So I do. I'm teaching machine, okay? You guys hear the rain?
Oh, that last one was bad. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'll check you out later.